I'm Carlo, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this is my podcast. With this project, I want to explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, doing the things that light us up, things that make us feel like we're alive, growing, making a difference, and enjoying the process along the way. Welcome to It's the Journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Journey. Here I am back with episode number 60, which is kind of fun. I don't know why, but whenever I get to a new chunk of numbers, it always feels fun for me. So there you go. Got that to celebrate. I hope I'm recording this on a Sunday. I hope your week was great. I hope your weekend was fun. I hope you took some time to kind of look at if you were if you were off this weekend or whenever your weekend is or whenever your time off is, you'll, you've, you took some time to kind of look at how you're spending your life and your time and your money and maybe made some choices to simplify in some way so that you have more space, time, freedom, and resources to dive into whatever it is you really want to be doing if now you're not doing that. And with that in mind, I want to dive into that subject a little further, but instead of looking at it from the personal side, I want to look at how the actions I took that are obviously things that anyone can do, uh, I applied to my work life that in my former career and profession and business of being a financial planner on, on what the impact was on my, on my business and my career. Because like I said before, nothing, nothing had a greater impact on my ability to achieve my goals than simplification. And, you know, it began in my personal life and then bled into my business life. So let's, let's look at that. Uh, so as some of you know, and others might be learning now for the very first time, newsflash, for 27 years, I worked as a financial advisor and for almost 20 of those, I was a business owner. From the time I began, it was always like a business because I didn't get a salary. I had to go find clients and serve them. But in the beginning, I worked for a company and they took a bigger bigger percentage of what I made and then it became independent and I kept more but had to pay for everything. So that's how that worked. So like many businesses, professions, sales careers, in the beginning, is a very very scary and tough time because like I said I didn't have a I didn't have an income. I started off with a draw which is like basically a loan of $2000 a month that I had to pay back and that only lasted for 3 months. So after that time if I wasn't bringing in at least that amount they were they were going to fire me and that's indeed what happened to uh, about 2 thirds of every every advisor this company I worked for hired each year. Only one out of every 3 advisors they hired would be around at the end of the first year. And at the end of three years, only one in three of those who had succeeded in the first year would be around. So I was 24 when I started this as a father, a homeowner, I had car loans, all those things. And I was determined, I was determined to make the the best of it. And I'm grateful that I could. I'm grateful that I that I found enough people to trust me and say yes to hiring me and letting me letting me be their advisor so that I could stick around for the rest of my career. 
So in the beginning, like I said, the, it was very much like a, <laughs> like a, uh, you know, hunter gather situation where you, if I, I had to find people to help in order to get money to eat. And so that, as you can imagine, was kind of scary. But then after a little while, I began to build a bit of a base and I had income. And then I fell into this trap of more, bigger, better. So didn't matter what you did last year, you're always trying to do more next year. And that was partially because the way our world works and partially because that's how my personal life was, is like I kept upgrading my personal life. So then, then you know, in, in the beginning when I was getting that draw of $2,000 a month, I was paying all my bills and somehow had $100 extra every month after with just $2,000. I know it's this was in, in you know late 90s, but I lived very frugally. We had a very low mortgage, of course. You know it's hard to do that these days. And um, anyway, so I, I was saving money with a two thousand dollar a month income. Then flash forward years later, and I was making much more than that, and still couldn't save. I couldn't save anything. I've, every time I saved a little bit of something, the house needed money or whatever, whatever. So that's that's where I was, and that's when I found myself in the in the events that I described in um, Afterlife, where in a short period of time I you know I lost my parents and I got divorced and I had this time out where I had to sit sit and think about who I was and what I wanted and I picked up my life in my pieces and simplified my personal life in in all the ways I've been describing in the other episodes. But then as I really began to get some traction with that in my personal life and I saw how fun it was and how I was experiencing growth and and so much more synergy with my relationships and things I was doing, I began to see how that wasn't how I was running my business life. And I I began to look at that old way of being and my new mindset. And so I, I set out to simplify my professional life. And I wrote about that pretty extensively in um, this chapter nine of Afterlife and a chapter called Retooling My, my Business. And I'm not going to go through all those stories now, but Essentially, I brought my business services in alignment with my values. I took a step back and really focused hard on those my client relationships because I was showing up as a version, the truest version of myself I could find at that moment. Like I, I trusted myself. I trusted myself to to show up and be more vulnerable. I built deeper relationships with my clients. I was able to give them better advice. I know that there's people people that made decisions because I was able to show up and give better advice. And part, part of it is just, I'd been through so many terribly painful, difficult things. I suddenly had this deeper well of experiences to draw on that I could speak about. And and since I was, I had come to terms with them personally because of the therapy work that I'd done and the coaching work that I'd done, I could speak very openly and honestly about that and vulnerably in a way that I know was helpful to people far beyond the financial stuff we were talking about, you know, deep, meaningful relationship things, whether it was a relationship with themselves or relationship with their spouses or kids or whatever. So I, I did that. So then I deepened the relationships I had with my clients. And then the other thing I did 
is I got really focused on the efficiency of my business, looking at technology and automation and how to streamline everything I was doing. Because one of the things that happened during that process is I, I used to have a business partner and he and I went our separate ways so that we could each focus on building our businesses the way we, we wanted to. And when I did that, you know, it gave me this, wow, I've got all this freedom and, and wow, everything that two business owners were doing now I have to do. So suddenly I was wearing a lot more hats and I looked at all the things that needed to be done, payroll and accounting and, and all the different parts of my business and thought, well, why don't I take advantage of all the uh, outsourcing and, and apps that are available to get everything off of my plate and my staff's plate that a computer can do? And I eliminated huge amounts of work that my partner and I used to do physically that we had to put our hands on, I eliminated huge amounts of that with apps that I could run with my phone anywhere I was in the world. And so then all of a sudden I took all these things off my plate, didn't dump them onto my staff's plate. I gave, I empowered them to do the same thing, to keep looking at everything that they were doing and get anything off their plate that a machine or an app or software could do. And then that allowed myself and my team to focus on development, to focus on client relations. We had more time when clients called to, to do things because we weren't doing so many things that again, that, that, were, that were being automated. And so that made, that made everybody feel more productive. It made us feel more, uh, I don't know, less drained by doing things that, that were in some degree kind of mindless. So the net result of all that was I, I had amazing and deep relationships with my clients. I was able to serve them in a better way. I was able to focus in on a smaller number of people that then I could, I could provide a deeper and broader level of service for. So that simplified my, my life because I had less clients, but more income and then less overhead. So that meant a bigger bottom line. So that was, that was great. And all of that yielded in me being able to earn more and work less over the last decade, which then allowed me to achieve more of my personal goals, which ultimately led me to where I am today, where I was able to, to um, transition my business to another team so that I don't have to do that anymore. And I was at an interesting crossroads because I had built the business so efficiently that I could have kept running it for the next 15, 20, 25 years. As long as, long as those clients liked us and we kept doing a good job, I could have kept serving them. But I realized I wanted to have even more autonomy and more freedom to pursue things. And I didn't want to feel torn between between pursuing my passions and then doing what I knew I needed to do to do a good job for everybody. So for me, the decision, the best decision was to walk away there. Sometimes people look at that and they're able to find a, a balance where they can keep focusing on and doing everything that they need to do and do more of what they wanted to do. My path just led me to, to, to a different direction. And so there's no right or wrong. That's just how, how I did it. But again, going back to the points on this, if I hadn't made the changes in my personal life, 
I wouldn't have discovered more about myself and I wouldn't have learned to, to love and trust myself enough to follow my own instincts. So that was, that was a big first step. Then I transitioned that into my business and made every part of that business as much a reflection of me as an individual and what I wanted to provide for people. And that there are some people that didn't, that didn't work for them and they went away. <laughs> and then the people who stayed though, ended up getting more business with them. They introduced me to friends and family and their children and grandchildren and end up with a very, um, again, very deep relationships with a smaller number of people, which was easier to serve than a larger group of people and more profitable. So that was amazing and more gratifying. It was, it was just frankly more fun. And then got getting things off my plate that provided that, that caused me stress and empowering my team to do the same thing. It just seemed like a win-win-win for everybody. Clients were served better. I was showing up, could give better advice. I Hopefully, I, I provided a, a good work environment and a good place to foster and nurture growth for the people who are working with me and, and a pleasant place to, to spend a, a chunk of their time. I was very mindful that that's a piece of people's life that they were, they were giving or, or selling to me to provide services to clients. And I wanted it to be a win-win. And so in my heart, I feel like it was just because of the, the, the satisfaction I think everybody, everybody got out of it. So everyone's life is unique. Everyone's business is unique and their goals are unique. If things hadn't worked out the way I, they had for me, in, in various as other aspects I haven't gotten into, um, I, I would have kept doing that longer. Or, uh, I'm, But I'm also looking at applying that to what I'm doing right now. Part of what got me thinking about this episode was this drive on social media for everybody to be as big as possible and going viral and having millions and millions of followers and things like that. Just like in my old financial planning world, I, pro I served 50 people and they had the amount of assets that on average in my industry, the last time I looked, it was like 500. So like I served 50 people that had the assets that a normal practice where it'd be like 500. I know there's, there's examples on other end of that where there's, you know, but that's where I was. And with, with what I'm doing, it's easy to get caught up in numbers and how many views and likes and all that kind of stuff. You know, at the end of the day, I want to build a, a, core group of people. In this case, it needs to be more than 50, but <laughs> a group of people that I'm able to help and provide advice and information to that is meaningful and provides value and enhances people's lives. So if I can do that, uh, I think it'll be good. I think people will like it. And and then what the, num the numbers are, what they are. And if it's thousands, it doesn't have to be millions. If it's millions, great, but if it's thousands, great. So um, that's my point on this is like, it's easy to get caught up in the numbers. I got, I've, I've done that in my, in my business life. Um, I just, just got caught up in that with my, in my personal life with some of my fitness goals. I was talking with my, my personal trainer and coach Eric Humes, and, uh, I've made amazing progress that I'm really proud of in my personal fitness and body composition goals. So since last November, I've dropped 12% body fat. And then I've got this number in my head that I want to be at X, I want to be, you know, sub 20% and I'm not there yet. And I start getting frustrated and, and he reminded me to, 
going back it, to enjoy the journeys. Like you're, you're, you've, you're, you've made progress. You're continuing to make progress. You're building good habits that are going to help you and carry you through the rest of your life. So if you, if you do hit 19, then you're going to want to hit 18. If I hit 18, I want to hit 15. I don't, I don't want to get trapped in that more, 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 more. Um, mostly what I've been talking about in this episode or this, this series is things and money, but it, it's on, sometimes we get caught up in that with everything, whether it's, and that's how people end up with body dysmorphia and they end up with all kinds of problems because even, even if it's a healthy thing, like exercise, it's easy to get too much of that and get too focused on that. So I'm trying to remind myself about that with my, with, with this project, with my physical goals and with, with whatever else I have going on in my life. So that's what I got. I wanted to just hit on these points. I've written, this time I didn't read the blog post. I kind of just summarized it. So I've, I've written about this a little bit more concisely in the, in the show notes. You can find the full blog uh, article that I wrote about this. So I hope that was helpful for you. I hope, uh, again, you can keep, keep assessing your life, looking at your habits, looking at your life, looking at your goals and keep making steps toward aligning the, the actions you're taking, the things you have and the life you're living, getting that in alignment with what you truly want. And then watching the fun synergy that comes from that in your personal life and with your relationships and, and your, and your work business life, whatever, whatever that might be. So that's what I got. I hope it was helpful. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share and don't hesitate to comment. If something, something you're listening to likes, I've gotten some very nice feedback here lately. And it's not just, you know, it, it feels nice to hear that, but it's also nice to just know that something I'm saying is resonating with people. And uh, that's the feedback I'm getting. But if, if there's something you liked or something you want me to dive more deeply into or something I said that doesn't make sense, let me know. But in the meantime, have a wonderful day and week ahead and enjoy your journey. Thank you so much.